0: Good morning, and welcome. Especially welcome today, because you know, when it's summer and a holiday weekend and you change worship times, you do kind of look around and wonder, is it just gonna be the five of us up here? So for being brave and getting up early and coming to church on a holiday, thank you. If you've stepped through a threshold, just about anywhere, a home, an office, a shop, especially a church, you may see a pineapple, but you will also likely see the word welcome. It's on small rugs by the front door that we literally call a welcome mat. It's on the glass doors of businesses. It's it's in our bulletin, it's on our slides if you're in the way, we have it on signs and, and on our website and social media. And Mount Olivet is not unique in using that word welcome. You would be hard-pressed to find a church that does not have the word welcome on their building or their website. But do they mean it? Do we mean it? All are welcome, every church says. All are welcome, but there's usually a but here. And if our dearly departed pastor Tier were here, we know what he would say. It doesn't lie. Sadly, in many churches of different denominations or non-denominations or even other United Methodist churches, all are welcome, but not all are welcome to preach. But not all are welcome to have their children baptized or their family blessed. But not all are welcome to get married in the sanctuary or by their clergy. But not all are welcome to the communion table. In this way of saying welcome, it's more like a mandatory thing. But meaning it in a very full sense is the opposite of saying keep out or no trespassing or beware of the dog. When some of these churches and places say all are welcome, it just means that, you know, we we want don't really want you to be here, but we won't ask you to leave. Or you can stay, but you better fit in and like what we like and love whom we love and please don't ask us to change. Sometimes that message is spoken out loud, believe it or not. I have pastored that church Yeah, we want new people, but they better like the same music that we like. Other times, it's much more subtle. Welcome, but please don't be poor or queer or brown-skinned or feminist or have social or political views, whether they are liberal or conservative, that differ from ours or what we imagine ours to be, knowing that rarely will you find a room where everyone completely agrees. Jesus, though, asks us, to welcome, to extend hospitality, not just to be a friendly church, but in all aspects of our lives. We welcome in part because we are also welcoming God when we do so for others, but also because any exchange of blessing, of greeting, of positive energy, of good vibes is a blessing to all of us. If you've ever been working a job that you didn't particularly care for, or running an errand that you've been dreading, or had to do any sort of boring drudgery, that sometimes is most of real life, but then you have an encounter with a stranger, no matter how brief, maybe a compliment, a random conversation, even a small act of generosity. And you know that even that small moment has the power to change your entire day. We are each living our separate lives with our own little concerns, caught up in the dramas of our joys and concerns. We're looking out for number one. We're navel-gazing too much. We're obsessing over that thing we did or didn't do. And yet we're all doing this together, separate and together, alone, but also linked. And we often fail in our relationships, we fail in our connections and our friendships, and we fail in community because we get in our own way. We let pride and ego and self-doubt and laziness sometimes just get in the way and trip us because it's not always easy to be welcoming. It takes time to notice another person. It takes intention, and it takes vulnerability and bravery, especially for some of us introverts even just to greet someone, to say hi, to start that brief conversation. But to truly trust that we can be open and share even for a moment with another person is a way of life. This is about the entirety of humanity. It isn't just about you or me, but about us, all of us. All means all. Think about if you walk into a grocery store, and you know you want milk and bread and bananas, and you know exactly where they are, and they're in stock, and you run through the self-checkout, then you are probably fine without any sort of human interaction. Maybe there's a have a nice day as you walk out the door, and you're fine. It's a completely satisfactory experience. But if you're in an unfamiliar store, and you don't know where the gluten-free soy sauce is, and you're actively looking for someone who could help you, but no one is around, or maybe someone is around, but they don't acknowledge your existence, then you're not fine. You feel a little bit lost, you feel a little bit insignificant, like you don't matter, and you don't have what you need to make dinner. When you come to church, hopefully it's better and more welcoming than an experience at Safeway. You may have walked past a greeter this morning. You may have been handed a bulletin. Sometimes when you walk through, you have to get through the whole maze of the choir and the acolytes and the clergy back there. You may have run into somebody coming in, going upstairs or downstairs on the side. You also may have been able to walk all the way to your seat without any interaction at all. I hope that wasn't the case, but it does happen. Every church is different. Also, every church will claim to be friendly and welcoming, every single one. But every church is so different. Each church has their own culture. We are nice at Mount Olivet, but we are Arlington nice too, which means if if we get a whiff of an idea that you might want to enter in peace and be left alone, we will let you do so. And if you are used to a church that is more aggressive—I mean, enthusiastic—you never know who's watching on the live stream—about welcoming a newcomer, then we may feel downright cold. Smaller churches, ones that I have served in the past, in those, a visitor sticks out. And sometimes they are asked to do things like introduce themselves in the middle of the service which is awful depending on your personality type. Or sometimes they are swarmed in desperation because the church so badly needs new people or young people or children or you name it. Everyone has their own individual comfort level. Maybe you would love to be handed a microphone in the middle of the service so you could explain who you are and why you ended up here. And maybe that would scare you away for good mount olivet is just big enough with our two services that are distinct in style that if you pass someone at a different church event or between services or at a meal that you don't know you have no way of knowing is this a new person is this someone you have never met before is this someone maybe you have forgotten especially with the pandemic and honesty goes a long way here as sam reminded us you can talk to someone without using their name But you can also ask someone their name, too. I just don't remember your name right now. I don't know everyone's name all the time. And I also manage to forget names of people that I know I know. Church experts are chock full of advice on welcoming mugs and goodie bags and loaves of bread. But as a start, maybe we just make sure that we are greeting people, the people that we know and the people that we don't know with hopefully something like a smile and a I'm glad you're here.